Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Zorl with the Plan Vision Podcast. A common dilemma for many, though not all, but many of my expatriate clients around the world is which currency to use. Doesn't apply to everyone. I think most of my American clients invest with American dollars. But for many of the other expatriates, uh, they can be genuinely uncertain about which currency to use as they evaluate their, their investment options. And I have to acknowledge that this falls into one of those areas that is truly just a, a genuine dilemma or a, a plight that the expat has to deal with. I mean, I have clients that have moved around over the years and they have three to four to five different <coughs> bank accounts or investment accounts, euros here, maybe francs there, they've got Aussie dollars there. So it's just something that they have to deal with. But as they think about their core investments, they are uncertain about what to do uh, when it comes to actually picking or selecting their, their portfolio. Uh, one, uh, first, one of the things I will mention though is that many times the currency that you will use or have to use is determined by where you invest. So if you want to invest in the Aussie markets, you would typically have to use Aussie dollars, Canadian market. Canadian dollars and so on. On the UK market, you can use multiple currencies. Most Euro markets, it's European dollars or Euros. So that, that will help simplify the decision, but uh, expats can invest in a wide variety of markets. And so one of the, one of the I guess, disappointments that uh, investors may have, expats, is they work in a country and they see the value of the currency that they earn simply dwindling over time compared to the currency that they're going to spend. And again, that just falls into the category of um, something you have to deal with. There's no way around that. But when it, what it really comes down to when you think about the currency that you should use, if you just want to simplify the whole thing, is if you think of the currency that you're most likely going to spend later in life, typically as a retiree or somebody with financial independence, that is most likely the currency that you would use to invest in. So if you're more than likely to use sterling, you would invest in pounds. If you're more than likely to use euros, you can invest in euros. Well, sometimes it's not so simple. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of expatriates have real uncertainty about where they're going to end up later in life. They know where they're at today. They know where they've been. They have a good idea of where they're going. But gosh, the answer of where they're going to end up is, uh, is they just don't know. And so they're going to figure that out later. And so if that's the case, many of my clients will default to the US dollar. It's the most widely traded currency and they feel more comfortable doing that. Also in many countries, not all, but many countries, the currency that they earn in is tied directly to the US dollar. It's pegged to that. So it's easier for them to think of <clears throat> the money that they invest in as being tied directly to their earnings. So that makes it a lot simpler if they're going to, they're going to do that. But shouldn't you, or couldn't you possibly also hedge your investments by investing in multiple currencies? I mean, if you, you, know, if you think you might spend euros or you might spend pounds, couldn't you buy both? You actually could. Um, I, I don't know that I think that that's overly complicated. It definitely adds a form of complexity to your portfolio. But for the most part, you can have the same portfolio in euros, pounds, dollars, for the most part. Um, so you could certainly do that. That will introduce more trading costs into your platform. 
but you could do it. Uh, it would be a form of some protection. In other words, you're kind of protected on both sides. And ultimately, your real risk, when you think of the currency that you're going to invest in, is that when it comes time to spend that currency, that that currency is simply weaker. You get less value for it. But I would ask you to think about this if you're debating this. That again is just a reality of your life that you cannot correctly, I don't think you can correctly speculate on how currencies will trade value over time. So I would try to remove that from the decision-making process. So I would focus on what currency are you most likely to spend later? That doesn't work for you. Then is your current currency that you're tied into a currency like the US dollar? Or is there just a currency, if that doesn't work for you, is there a currency that you just feel most comfortable with? Maybe it's USD. Uh, you find it easier to convert to and then trade in. And by the way, just as a final note here, it very well, the case, very well could be the case that because your life has uncertainty, you could end up investing everything in, for example, euros or pounds, but retiring to a country where you don't even spend that currency. And at that point, you'll just sell your ETFs and convert them to the dollar that you spend. And that, that'll just be part of your circumstance at that point. So that's how I would ask you to consider or think about why, what is the right currency to use for your situation. Thanks for listening to the Plan Vision podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.